What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Come with me if you want to live. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. The Force will be with you. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host, Scott Weatherly. And uh, whilst we are taking a bit of a hiatus, I thought I'd throw some other stuff out there. Uh, not too long ago, my brother from another mother and myself, Julian Darius, did a short series of uh, videos called we call 20th Century Geek Bite Size. And so I've clumped them together and they're going to be released uh, across this uh, week. I'm going to put them out there. Just a bit of a taster. They're quite short and they're quite wonderful. Uh, each one's a different idea. So... Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy some bite size. Uh, three, two, one. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 20th Century Geek Bite Size. As usual, Julie and I will be taking a concept or a pitch or an idea and discussing it for just half an hour, trying to limit ourselves on our sort of rambling conversations that we have. Uh, first and foremost, Julian, how are you doing? You okay? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I think today's topic is going to be a, a difficult to keep to the 30 minutes, but we're definitely going to try. <laughs> um, today's topic, as we all know, Disney now own everything that is Fox Studios. Um, and they have done some stuff. Obviously, they've, they've bought a load of stuff. What should they be doing with it? And that's what we're going to be tackling today. What should Disney be doing with all the stuff they've got in the vault for Fox Studios. So I'll throw it over to you, Julian. What are your thoughts? What do you think Disney should be doing with all of this many, many films and many, many franchises? Well, rather pathetically, I've thought about this a lot <laughs> over the years. Um, and I and I think that I didn't grow up with the love for these Fox franchises like, you know, Alien and Predator and, and uh, stuff like that as much as I did other uh, franchises. But... I want to see them successful. And I think it's cool that they're doing different things than some of these other franchises. So I do feel invested in them. I like mm. when there's a new Alien movie. Um, but I think, you know, first of all, we should we should say a little bit of history that these franchises have, despite multiple Predator and Alien movies, have not performed great at the box office. Mm -hmm. There's been a kind of failure. They've done okay, but never in, like all those Predator you know, reboots or soft reboots never get a sequel, right? Like, no. you're never going to go back to that Predator planet, you know? <laughs> um, so um, so there's a kind of, like, failure there. Um, you know, while not a catastrophic failure, still a failure to launch. And then, um, secondly, we should say there's there are these rumors. I think one Alien TV series has been confirmed. There's rumors that really it's going to be, like, three... Uh, and I applaud that we don't know any details yet. So as we're recording this, um, my idea, <laughs> you know, I go big or go home. My idea is basically that, you know, they try to unite the Alien and Predator franchises in Alien versus Predator. Mm. That is now incompatible with the Alien prequels begun with Prometheus and continued in Covenant. Um, and also the AVP movies are not good. So, you know, we're going to get rid of those. But I, I want to see a Fox science fiction universe, 
And the idea is Fox has a lot of classic films, not just Alien Predator, but a lot of classic movies and franchises. And you can now combine these with a few Disney ones. And the idea is to create a sort of like holistic, everything in the kitchen sink, everything that's remotely compatible. Um, and I think that, you know, it's fun. Like you see the, the Wayland Corporation from Alien, you know, like people have tried to like connect that to Blade Runner, you know, mm. and sort of establish these connections. So basically the way the chronology would work is that the beginning uh, of the franchise is basically dominated by X-Files. So X-Files is in there, you own it, and the X-Files becomes the vehicle. I mean, it's very episodic. You can then say, okay, uh, the shape of water happened in that universe. Tron happened in that universe. The fly happened in that universe. Predator happened in that universe. The abyss happened in that universe. Uh, you know, and then Predator 2, you know, all of these other ones. And you could, you know, continue the X-Files. All those X-Files spinoffs happened in that universe. You need some sort of, like, additional material, animated or not, to kind of, like, connect some dots. But basically all of this, I mean, you could have Scully and Mulder in an animated episode investigate the fly, right? Mm. <laughs> like, you know, and the Bartok science industries <laughs> and connect Bartok science industries to Wayland from Prometheus. Uh, and then you get the the alien movies, the alien prequels, uh, the main alien films, um, you know, and um, and then I had the idea that, you know, that becomes the dominant future vision. Fortunately, that doesn't have a lot of stuff that takes place on Earth. So it's pretty open as far as what you're doing. Uh, and I even had the idea that it takes place later. Firefly can be in this universe. Mm. So the far future is Firefly, and that's all part of the same universe. Now we can throw stuff in and make this kind of, um, you know, sci-fi universe. It's not superheroes, but it is all-encompassing, and you can you can have, you know, the fly with Firefly if you want. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my idea. I love that, and I was thinking, so I was thinking about it, the, as you said it, I was thinking about the Star Wars <clears throat> universe um, and how they've got to a point now where you've got eras. You know, you've got sort of like the, the Old Republic or the High Republic, whatever you want to call it. And then you've got through to, um, you know, the sort of the prequel era, whatever that was called. You've, to, you've now got a timeline. And whether you want to do the films or, you know, whether they base it on the Battle of Yavin and it goes from there. But you can say, like, oh, yeah, this happened like 7,000 years ago and this happened t 10 years ago and here's the timeline. I'm loving what you're saying is actually we're going to have a sci-fi universe that's going to have a, f a proper fixed timeline. Like, yeah, yeah, the X-Files all happened. And if anything, because you're now introducing a wider sci-fi universe, we can tidy up that real clusterfuck of an end. <laughs> mm -hmm. So brilliant. That makes that a lot more sensible. But you say Predator happened in the in this in this sci-fi universe forget the others because they all don't make a great deal of sense you could probably keep predators um because i, I would keep all of them i would keep all the predator movies <laughs> shove them all in you know have well, have molly and Scully. 90, you know 1997 in, in los angeles it was yeah it was a very <laughs> different time you could do i suppose um but yeah and i like the fact the fact that you say that these things you know you've got a future where um in in the 80s 
there was an incident where Brundlefly was created because I love that that's a small story, like not many people involved, and you know the industry, the company that sort of instigated that is is a subsidiary or it becomes a subsidiary of Wayland Utani. Uh, and you know it's, it's linked through to that so you can have the pods be used and it all builds up to a future where these things have happened i love that idea i i think that would be great and again like the, the opportunity to do multimedia if you had a story group that did this mm-hmm. that kept all this in line as they do with now with the with their star wars universe like you know you go yeah we're gonna have uh a, you know I know IDW do the, or is it IDW or Dark Horse do the X Files comics? But no, no, we're now going to have a Marvel comic, X Files comic series, and because we own this, we're going to have um, whatever Gina Davis's character was in The Fly. She's going to appear in this when they they talk about these other. They're going to hunt her down to talk about this other thing, and da da da. Yeah, okay, you could do all kinds of things with that. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you like it because, you know, it's it's bizarre, but I think that it enhances all of those properties in a mm. way it makes it all more interesting. And you have a, a ready-made universe where you can set those series, you know, new series, do new properties, you know. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of technology out there, you know, and you can kind of connect it all and connect the dots and, like you said, have different eras. Um mm. No, I, I think that would be really cool. And like I say, if you had, if you had that, because you do include things like, say, Firefly, and, and yeah, Firefly happens after the, you know, what you've seen with Ripley and Aliens and that sort of thing. Forget Prometheus, and or you say throwing everything in. I, I, I throw everything in that I can. Right? I like, yeah. I like having to explain continuity problems. You know, that's part of the the job. It's yeah. I, and I love, I mean, Prometheus has its problems, but I mean, I, I like Covenant, you know? I mean, I, I this is an ambitious trilogy that, that I want finished. I want, you know, to actually see it finished. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, Firefly is like uh, 2,500 or something, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a few centuries after Alien, so anything can happen. And hey, we got a lot of great properties all in this timeline, uh, you know? Yeah, so and you could definitely pitch? build up to those things. So, I I sort of went um, a, a bit more corporate. Let's put it that way. Um, so I looked and thought, okay, they've got all the different properties, all the things. I'm going to have a look at them from three different buckets, and they're going to be there's or four actually. There's sort of four different buckets because there's always the do nothing approach. So do, your first one is do nothing. This is a this is a do not touch. You know, it sits on its own. We'll probably release it. It'll be on Disney Plus Star or whatever. You know, it'll be a uh, an IP that we'll just release on in some sort of media. Leave it alone. Then you've got sort of uh, what I was saying was my bucket A, which I would say was calling my clean slate reboot. So here's a bunch of things that I think, okay, we can give these a clean slate reboot. We've got things we now own that we can do all kinds of things with. One of the ones I sort of threw in was the Omen. Mm. because although I, I love the first one, the second and third one don't make a whole heap of sense. <laughs> and the ending of the third one's a massive disappointment. Um, and so I was like, all right, let's do that. You've got, we're now in an era where you could do a period piece um, omen set in the late seventies, you know, and then you're building up to a 2020, 2025 omen three, where you do have someone 
um, coming up through politics and sort of thing. You know, I think it'd be quite relevant. Mm-hmm. So okay, there you go. There's your clean reboot. Um, other ones I did think about, sort of like you know, um, the things like Planet of the Apes. I was like, okay, you finish that one. Maybe not straight away, but that's really worked as another reboot. Do we have other stories to tell in that? What could we do with that? Another clean reboot, maybe do something different. Then I had. Um, my second one, well, my third book, I suppose, which is my sequel IP. So where am I going to go with sequels? And in that one, I had uh, Kingsman mm. and um, a couple of films like that, really. I, was just, I haven't really got the list, but yeah, those were films I was like, this is doing all right. I'm just going to carry on letting these be made. Like You've got The Kingsman that's, supposed, that's been made and supposed to come out at some point. That's a nice little quiet universe that's going to, you know, it's doing its thing. It's good fun maybe make it a little bit sh- let's say hope the third one's good because i really i love the first one i enjoy the second one i'm hoping that the third one is a prequel so let's see if it's any good but yeah there's something there we can do the kingsman universe it can become like james bond or something like that you've got this little thing i can play around with leave that alone and there's other like sequel things then i had similar to what you were saying is becomes my multimedia ip so, and I think Kingsman sort of falls into this bucket, but like, okay, what am I going to do where it's going to be, right, well, this is the stuff I can do TV series, I can do more mm. films, I can do comics, I can do books. Where's this, Where's that bucket? And again, that's where sort of Alien and Predator sort of tickle my brain in that, because I know that Marvel are going to do an Alien comic series as well in March. So I was thinking, again, again, Alien, Predator, Planet of the Apes, Avatar, you've got all these IPs. I'm like, that's my sort of expanded stuff, do all kinds of different pieces with those Let's see what we can, you know, get out of it. And then I started thinking, similar to you, about the 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 the, um, the universe. And yours is 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 all encompassing, and I love that. Mine was mine's less so, um, but has hopefully room for growth. So I started to think about. There's never been an action shared universe. Mm. So I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. So what, what do they own? So, you know, they've got, like, Die Hard, Commando, Transporter. So, so okay, you've got, you got aging people there that are coming up. So, you know, less said about Die Hard 5, the better. But, like, Arnie's just, you know, he's aging out. But, like, I want a world where John McClane and John Matrix exist. <laughs> and so, um, so I wanted to do that. And I wanted sort of, like, to have it where John not, so John McClane and John Matrix you'd have Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger on screen together mm, mm-hmm. uh, almost become like not so much like the Nick Fury but that sort of thing, they instigate it um, and then you, you know you could bring, I would like to bring back and I love the transport. the transporter films are ridiculous oh, yeah. but they're so much fun um, not, much, not much 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 refuel that was a bit garbage but bring back jason statham as another one and then i would build on that and like you know you don't even have to acknowledge it you just go okay we're gonna have this action i've got a buddy cop film i've got a gritty cop film and i've got this film and you just delay the little eggs that say these all exist in the same universe Mm -hmm. and you can lay the thing again of them sort of like a bit like you know we've sort of said this with other comic things where um that you, you lay the seeds of there's a bigger conspiracy and all of a sudden these cops from all across all these actions they don't have to be cops they can just be you know um a, you know as always they're sort of a well-trained 
person like you know they know martial arts or whatever so you start off these smaller action films and they culminate into this the biggest action film you know that doesn't involve super heroics and intergalactic warfare you know ever and just have a, a badass sort of like um t you know almost like the a team but like not the a team of action films um is what I want to build up to with 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 this stuff now. That they've got the opportunity to do it. Yeah, sort of like uh, the Expendables, but with the characters from these classic movies yes. in the same movie together. I love this idea. I, it's like if I had the Fox Sci-Fi universe, you've got the yeah. Fox Action universe, and yeah. it never occurred to me. Like it's, it's, I love that idea. And this was it because if you know, because Kingsman's too crazy to include in it. I was like, oh, and I, I kind of like that being on its own. Mm -hmm. But I was like, but yeah, yeah. if I could have Arnold Schwarzenegger as John Matrix, just in the first film, kicking it all off, or even being like, you know, being the connective tissue and having like an aging Bruce Willis, sort of like a retired cop pulled back in. Like I do Die Hard 6 and I'd use that. I would almost maybe even have Bruce Willis killed off in a sequel. Not Bruce Willis, sorry, John McClane. I'm not going to yeah. kill off Bruce <laughs> <laughs> That is some ambitious plans for Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real problems with Bruce. But like, you know, you can. I would like to see them kill off a main. Like, mm -hmm. if you, could you imagine a film where, like, where John McClane hands the torch to someone else and dies on screen? Like, like, you know, that's if done right and not just done for, um, you know, shock and 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 tear jerking. Like, would be really like. Wow, yeah, they've taken this character and they we've literally seen John McClane die on screen. Um Yeah. I think it would be really interesting. But you know, it, it's a foundation that I'd like to see them build on. Like, you know, because we don't get the action films like we used to. And I'm not looking to get like Chuck Norris, you know, invasion US invasion USA, you know, crap. I want like solid new action stars coming through and use this as the foundation and have a, a an action shared universe. I love that idea, man. It's very smart. <laughs> I just think you know, because the thing is, as well, blockbusters are on their on the way on the wane at the moment. You want slightly smaller budgets. I don't. I'm not asking for a hundred million dollars. I'm asking sort of like you could probably do a lot of these action films with a lot less. Oh yeah, and you know, um, you know, if, especially if you kept them slightly different as well. You know, if you had like a a, a martial arts focused. Um, Again, don't, you know, you, I'm not trying to force the diversity, but like you could really, like you, if you had, I hate the phrase chop socky, that's what they were called, but like you have that sort of like Asian infusion sort of action film, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, with with a really solid martial arts star of something from from Asia, and then you've got like a proper um, full full blooded American type action star as well, and then you know you get some other bits and pieces thrown in, you, know, you really map out. Like, yeah, you could end up with like an inter, you know, this this continent hopping action film <laughs> where uh -huh. all these guys like, all right, look, we're not going to be all doing the same. It's not going to be they're all lined up to face a bunch of baddies. Like they all have separate skills that they can then use to for the culmination of this final thing. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want to see. Well, one of the reasons why I love these sort of shared universes, you know, I don't, I don't love them because of like the experience with Marvel or how it's kind of like failed at DC and, and been constraining. But one of the reasons why I love it is that you can take um, these classic movies 
you know, and classic stories that really more people should watch, um, you know, that just are rightly have a place in the pantheon of sci-fi or action or whatever it is and say, hey, that's part of a, a larger tapestry. And, you know, off screen, we were talking about Judge Dredd and how much we love just continuing narratives, you know, that there's a bulk of material set in this universe. And I think that, you know, seeing that universe evolve, you know, having, you know, saying to somebody like, hey, it's, a, it's an action series. We've grandfathered in like 15 action movies. And, yes. You know, like this is a big universe. Not all of them are going to be great. Some of them are classics that no, you know, no Marvel or DC movie can, you know, uh, compare to some of these genre defining classics from the 70s and 80s. I mean, how awesome is it to have that star in your, you know, universe? So, I mean, for me, I, I just, I love this idea not to be bogged down by continuity, but just to be able to, you know, see these universes evolve and say, like, yeah, technically it's all tied together. It just makes it a lot more interesting for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm just having a quick look to remind myself, but like, Romancing the Stone, so mm. Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile, they're both 20th Century Fox, so, yeah. um, you know, Gene Wilder and, uh, you know, uh, that character, so you, you, can, you can choose Michael Douglas, um, you know these aging action stars ha handing things over over to people um, would be it'd just be really fascinating. I mean, look at 20th Century Fox. You know, also owns um, Independence Day, the, the day of the, the Earth is still, The Martian. Mm, um, yeah. Oh my God, it owns Zardoz. <laughs> I know. I, I saw that when. Well, so so I excluded uh, like the day of the Earth is still one of my favorite yeah. movies. Um, but because it doesn't fit with the rest of the other stuff. Uh, and, and, but same thing with um, some of the other stuff you mentioned just doesn't fit. Um, but, you know, it occurred to me, like, you know, in terms of my thing, like uh, the sci-fi thing, you can put Indiana Jones in there. Now, that would yeah. piss off some people. But really, that is not incompatible with the X-Files, you know. And by the time you get to, like, the alien years, it's like, yeah, we've kind of forgotten all those supernatural things that are technically part of the same universe. We're just not going to see them because we're out in space by now. Um, yes. But, I mean, I would love, I mean, imagine if, you know. I mean, yeah, it's amazing how much Fox owns. And you're talking, you know, we're talking about, you know, just amazing stuff from the library of science fiction and action that is getting no traction right now. Nobody is watching it. Nobody's talking about it. It's not even getting played on cable channels. Um, you know, Disney has started cracking down on movie theaters playing these as sort of like rerun showings because they're sort of blocking yeah. them in the Disney fall. Um, but that's one way of just like removing access to them to generate false scarcity and false interest. What if instead you reinfuse them with franchise potential and link them up and said yeah those are all chapters in the action universe or the sci-fi that and i love that idea especially with the your idea of the the, the sci-fi universe the evolving sci-fi universe that say you yeah why not have indiana jones in that you know the, the supernatural that fits in with the x-files perfectly mm -hmm. um you know they had the supernatural as well as the sort of the science fiction so you could have that transition like you say and the x-files almost acts as that transition where you have 
the supernatural and the sci-fi weaved in and then becomes comes out the other end and then in a hundred years time or whatever the distance future is yeah we're going to focus on aliens and predator and um yeah it all there's there's nothing in those films that contradicts the continuity of them right. having happened in fact actually when you think about it indiana jones especially the end of raiders where you see um the uh the the warehouse with all the stuff in and they have the, the ark of the covenant in there that's that's like x-files bread and butter that stuff absolutely <laughs> so, and wayland yutani can get a hold of it at some point yeah, you know yeah, like, wayland, exactly like yeah, some wayland government yutani. official could say i know the the warehouse you know there's this uh ark of the covenant or this weird sci-fi device from aliens that was you know found in there let's uh give it to you well, to reverse engineer those, those fifth dimension jumping aliens at the end of Crystal Skull again, like that, that sort of like you know, Mulder's like, num, 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 numbing that up. That's that's all kinds of fantastic for him, despite the film being crap. But um, <laughs> I, I love that idea. That's that's getting my vote. That is this this full on. I want to see that. You know, someone out there on the internet do this. Take all those sort of sci-fi and elements we've just talked about and produce for me a timeline. So I want to see it start with... Oh, I've got know, it in Microsoft Word. That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> that's, that is going up somewhere. We're putting that out there because I think that's amazing. I'm so like... We see that start with Indiana Jones. It starts at the start of the... Well, would it start with the 20th century? You, I'm not sure if you could go back any further in the film catalogue. Yeah, I don't have anything before but, Indiana Jones and... and yeah. Shape of Water is in the 60s. So there we go. We've got something that goes through from the sort of like the 30s through to the, the, the 50s, and you've got the 60s. Every so you've got all the 20th century covered, and then off into the future. Um, I'm, I'm going to encourage Julian to turn that into a into something, and I'm going to put that somewhere for everybody to see, <laughs> and then I'm going to send it to Bob Iger, and <laughs> uh, and we're going we're going to make that happen. Um, well, you know, if they if they just had the uh, smarts to put me in charge of the sci-fi universe and you in charge of the action universe, and we'll consult back and forth, you know, yeah, and uh, we'll have some uh, power lunches. I sit. I'm happy to be sitting having, uh, like I say, power lunches and meetings with John Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy mm -hmm. and and uh, Kevin Feige talking about the shared universes that we're all going to create. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's what we're gonna do this is it this is the stepping stone take us on that journey okay well, brilliant been a lot yeah. Of fun. yeah that was a good one i'm uh, yeah see that's it we've just saved disney well saved it as we say you say um, disney yeah, doing great <laughs> yeah um but one thing i should say is i think we've highlighted the last piece before we go is the fact that you you hit the nail on the head disney now own an absolute wealth of classic movies in their vault and some of those just do not get the play that they deserve um some of the films i was just looking on the films on those films haven't even got like a blue blu-ray release mm -hmm. you know and i just said about romance in the stone and jewel of the Nile. no they've got the, they're on dvd you can go but no blu-ray release i love that romance in the stone such a good film a classic yeah uh, so there's so many, you know, one of the things I found the other day, and I think Disney must own it through their thing. Young Sherlock Holmes doesn't have a Blu-ray release in this country, in, in mm. Britain. That's tragic. That film is amazing. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, they sure. are they are sat on a gold mine and they are not utilizing it in my opinion. But yeah, okay, so there it is. I think I think that was it. if we were going to say winners and losers on that one, you won that one. That was awesome. Oh, I don't um, know. Uh, that, that's uh, that's uh, getting a big tick from me. So anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, what do you think Disney should be doing with the Fox Studios back catalog uh, for the future? Should they be doing more shared universes? Do you want more shared universes? Or do you think they should just bin it all and just carry on doing what they're doing? How about you let us know? Down in the comments, let us know what you think, uh, Disney, or what they're going to call it now. Is it going to be called Fox Studios? Or whatever it's going to be called, should be doing with their back catalogue and all the IP uh, franchise options that they have. And anyway. hit subscribe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm and, terrible you know, at this. Share with your friends. That's it. Share this, subscribe, uh, and do all the things that you're supposed to do with the YouTube channel, because I am terrible at that bit. <laughs> but we will be putting this out on social media. But thank you very much, anyway, for watching. Uh, and Julian, thank you very much for um, frustrating me by us not having that shared sci-fi universe in my life. Well, my pleasure, Scott. And, and I was nervous doing all of these pitches, because every time we talk about movies on uh, stories out of time and space... I always have like vague ideas for how to improve it. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> and then you just blow me out. And I'm like, oh, that's so smart. Like he's thought about this. You know, that's such a clever fix. So, you know, I had to think for these. No, it's been wonderful. I've been enjoying doing this. And there will be more. There will be more 20th Century twentieth century Geek Bite Size uh, coming soon. So uh, watch this space and there'll be more topics. And we'll probably even put it out to you guys. You can probably send us some topics as well. So let us know what you want us to talk about. Again, down in the comments or find us on social media. All the links are on the channel. Uh, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And we shall talk again soon. Mm -hmm.